It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Fly the W670 podcast. This is episode number 12 of season 2, and we're calling this one Pakoda Hates the Cubs. Want to remind you to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Crawley, earlier we talked about uh, Pakoda, what they think of our Cubs, about 77-ish wins for the Cubs. But now let's talk about some of the rules that we're going to see implemented in the upcoming season. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, some of the rules we know, some of them we don't. And we're just starting to get um, some pictures and stuff like that that I saw a lot of today um, as far as some of the changes that are going to be going coming down the pipe now. I will tell you that I know some, you know, some some of the changes that people don't like are here to stay, and that's what we just found out on Monday. So that would be yesterday. Um, with these changes on Monday, the league's joint competition committee voted unanimously to make the Manford Man permanent, starring starting in 2023. This was originally done in 2020 during the shortened 60-game COVID season. Um, with the spring training kind of go- or with spring training delayed because of the lockout last year, uh, they decided to keep it in. But now it is a permanent rule. So what will happen once we get to our extra innings? Now you're going to start having the runner on second base, whether you call it the ghost runner, whether you call it the Manford man, uh, that that's that's going to change. And so, you know, I don't know about you, Dustin. Honestly, I, I, I've heard a lot of players and I've heard a lot of coaches say, you know what? That's a rule that we actually like. It may be something the fans may not like, and I know it's something that relievers don't like because they don't want to get that charge to their ERA. But uh, I can say as somebody that actually attends a lot of games, there's nothing really that fun or about the 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 inning games. When you're sitting there and the beer sales are cut off and the game's just dragging and nothing's happening for a while, I, I think that this kind of puts things in motion. You see a lot more small ball when these extra innings, you know, you're just trying to get that runner over to third with, uh, with, with, you know, less than two outs and all that stuff. I think that, I think it makes it a little bit more exciting and it doesn't tax the bullpen. And that was, I think a really big problem is all of a sudden you're burning through arms and, and uh, you know, we saw that in the playoffs. So it was that game in Seattle where I think it went, what, how many games did that, that went like 16 or 17 innings, right? They burned through pretty much every pitcher they had. So I, I just I, I think it's better off. I don't know where you stand on the. Um, yeah, I, I I'm glad it's here to man. stay. I'm glad it's here to stay. I, I like it. I think it's dumb for the bullpens. I think it adds a little juice uh, for a regular season game. 
Um, so I, I'm all for it. I, I think it's good for the bullpen. Unless you're going to expand rosters, which I don't think they're going to do, uh, I'm all I'm all for this. Right. The other option that I that, that was talked about plenty of times was having a 30 man roster, right? So what you would have is you'd have a 25 man every day roster, and you could mix it up every day. But those 30 players are the ones that you had. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like you'd have maybe like three three pitchers and two position players that didn't suit up. So the next day they'd be fresh, ready to go, no problem, but they couldn't appear in a game. But that, that I like the idea. The other one that's coming out here is an, um, MLB's Joint uh, Competition Committee also made changes to the rules regarding position players pitching. Under the new guidelines, position players will only be allowed to pitch in extra innings in the ninth inning when the leading team is up by 10 or more runs or any time when the tra- when the trailing team is down by eight or more. Thoughts, Dustin? Uh, it's a lot of math. I don't want to have to figure out, are we going to see a position player come in? What it says to me is, we're not going to see much of that anymore. And I'm for that. I, I think it's a joke. I think it's an embarrassment to the game. Um, there's no need for that. And especially when we have the rule that we just talked about, where you're not going to burn up a bullpen, there's absolutely positively no reason for that whatsoever. Yeah, do you, do you remember that? Was, I think it was Frank Schwindel last, was it last season, who threw that EFIS pitch. Uh, it was like 47 miles per hour or something like that. And, you know, I've, I've had some fun with it, but, but it, it feels like it's happening more and more frequently. And so that's why, I mean, I remember seeing Anthony Rizzo. I was at the game where uh, Anthony Rizzo finally got to pitch with the 0.00 ERA, greatest bullpen reliever, along with being the greatest leadoff man. Uh, I, I got to see Miggy throw, uh, you know, just, it's, it's, occasionally it's fun, but it's been a little bit too much lately. At least that's my opinion. Yep, absolutely. But uh, yeah, too much and it gets too cute. And then you got a guy who's retiring or a guy who, um, you know, so let's have some, it's not cute. It's not fun. It's disrespectful for the game, in my opinion. Right. And so now we get to my favorite rule. I'm so excited about this one. The pitch clock. 15 seconds with the bases empty, 20 seconds with runners on, okay? So there's a couple rules that kind of go underneath this here, right? If the time expires, right, you're 15 or 20 seconds and no pitch has been thrown, an umpire will call an automatic ball. Batters must be in the box and alert with at least eight seconds on the clock. If not, it's an automatic strike. They will only receive one timeout per plate appearance. This is gorgeous, Dustin. This yeah, that's is a good. Be- that's a good rule. That's a good. Instead of Nomar Garcia Para jumping out and redoing his uh, batting gloves every time, you know, you know, Velcro, 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 kick, 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 that whole thing. Right. It, it's right. that's going to pick it up a little bit. No doubt about that. I was. I went to a couple minor league games. Obviously, went to go see my guys down in South Bend, and it just moves so quickly. It just keeps the game going. You know, whenever you see one of those guys, I remember, God, who was it? Tyler Chatwood, every time he pitched or, or uh, you know, I remember Edwin Jackson was another guy. And every time it was just like torture. It was like, just throw the ball, throw the ball. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like there's a clock in the, in, in the game. It's just saying you're, what you're trying to do is kill the dead time when nothing is happening. You don't need to get out of the box five or six times. You got the pitch com right now. Get the pitch. Get the signal, throw the ball, get in the batter's box, let's move. Now, in addition, pitchers will be limited to two disengagements per plate appearance. That could be either a step-off or a pickoff. 
They can make further pickoff attempts, but if they are unsuccessful, a balk will be called. So two times you can either step off or make a pickoff attempt. After that, if you go for it, you have to make an attempt at the pickoff, and if it's not successful, the runner advances, okay? Now the number of disengagement resets if the runner advances. So if that runner goes to second, now you're reset again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, listen, I, I think these are, so far, Crowley, all these things make total sense to me. I, I don't see why anybody would have a problem with that. No, nobody steals bases anyway, right? I mean, how, how many, what the leading base stealer last year, what, if you had a get, you probably know, but if I had a guess, it was under 50, right? Well, I mean, here's, here's the thing, though, Dustin, and we want to add this here, though. There is another new rule now, and that may affect what you're talking about when it comes to... Uh, stolen base attempts because you're right. Stolen bases have been down, 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 down because nobody wants to run into outs. They have mathematically computed this to the sixth decimal point and can tell you that there just isn't much value in stealing bases because of the chance you're going to get thrown out. Again, baseball, 27 outs. You don't want to burn any of them. But now you're going to have bigger bases. And those bigger bases will help reduce collision on the base paths and incentivize stealing bases, MLB said. They're going to reduce the distance between first and second base and second and third base by 4.5 inches. Okay, that, that's a lot, Dustin. That is a lot. So I'm going to, I have a picture right here and we'll describe it to the listeners. This was from Bob Nightingale, took this picture today. I was going to say, took, take it easy, what kind of picture you're showing us, okay? Right, so he took the old base and they flipped it up on top of the new base, and it's significantly bigger when you look at it like that. Right, and listen, I mean, part of this is for safety, right? That That's the idea, and no more what they used to call what the neighborhood play, where you, you know, if you were kind of near the base and trying to turn a double play, they gave you credit. Now I'm guessing you're going to have to at least swipe the base a little bit with your foot, so none of that neighborhood, none of that neighborhood BS. Listen, if that creates a little bit, if that creates people stealing bases more, good. That's good. You know, the ball being in motion and players being in motion, that, that's what baseball needs. Even more than the, the quickening up of the game, speeding up the game, the ball needs to be in play and runners on base need to be moving around. That's right. a good thing. And that, and so that, if that helps, if that helps, Crowley, I'm all for it. Right, and that's what Theo Epstein again trying. Try, he was one of the main catalysts for doing this, and so just so people are aware, the the pitch clock reduced the average nine inning minor league game by twenty six minutes wow. to two hours and thirty eight minutes in twenty twenty two. To me, two hours and thirty eight minutes is a pretty darn good. That that to me, and again, I don't care about time. It could be a four-hour game as long as there's a bunch of action. Action. What, it's about action, right? That's what I just said in the last answer, right? You need the ball right. in play. You need players moving around. Right. And, and not only that, but you want to see the athleticism of these players. These guys are amazing athletes, you know? And if all you're doing is saying, hey, don't run, well, that's not fun. 
I mean, I, when I grew up, I used to love watching these guys run. And this takes us to the next new rule is that the defensive shift restriction, okay? Teams will be required to position two defenders on each side of second base, and players cannot swap sides unless there is a substitution. All four players must be positioned on the infield dirt. Now, I was kicking this around, Dustin, and you remember Anthony Rizzo used to be the king of that with, with, with the bunts, right? right. Yep. And so he would be like literally like six feet away from the hitter. I used to be scared to death. I thought someone was going to pull back one day and take his head off. But, uh, you know, that's so all four players must be positioned on the infield dirt. So, I mean, maybe he can start running, but that's going again. That, that's the thing is that like one of the things that Theo was saying is that, you know, we grew up, you and I, Dustin, and, and many of the, you know, maybe uh, older fans listening or maybe not too old, but middle aged fans. We knew automatically what a hit was off the bat, right? We don't know that anymore. You see, you sit there and you and you and you watch a ball that goes straight up the middle, and the guy's right there, positioned perfectly. You got another guy where all of a sudden, especially lefties, I think of Schwarber, I think of Rizzo, I think of Joey Gallo, I think of guys like that, where all of a sudden they hit a ball and there's a guy it looked like softball rules playing short right center, and it hits it right to him. It's it's there, there's been some 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 of the most bizarre shifts where you've seen like five guys loaded up on the right side. It's just not fun. You have to now be more athletic and make more athletic plays. And I think that's where the Cubs wanted to get in front of this, that maybe there, maybe Dansby Swanson's not the best offensive shortstop, but he definitely was the best defensive shortstop. And with the shifts gone now, you're going to have to really rely on that. And I think that having that double play tandem – of Nico and and Dansby Swanson is going to be huge with the defensive shift. And as we talked in the first segment, Dustin, about Pakoda, I wonder how much Pakoda can, you know, compute this stuff in here, right? With with, right. with no shifts, can you can you you know with, with more base stealing, uh, those type of things? I don't think you know Pakoda factors, and so that may be another thing that could help the Cubs get three to four more wins. Yeah. It should definitely. I think the uh, Cubs are are built to last up the middle, and I think, I think that's a very very great point you just made. So, um, let's, and the uh, other let's thing hold. about the uh, the other thing about the Pakota thing that, that that really isn't measured is the amount of I think we talked about before the clubhouse and the way that those guys are and and the work ethic of the players. You, you can't measure intangibles with Pakota. You can't put that in a computer. And so it's my opinion that, you know, as this episode is called, Pakoda hates the Cubs. I think the Cubs are very much, you saw what happened with the Cardinals last year. You Sometimes you just can't measure those type of things. And so for Cub fans, I'm telling you right now, don't be down on the Pakoda. You know, we've given you plenty of reasons on this episode to not be freaked out about the Pakoda projections. Be confident. I think this is a team that is going to be, and you saw it last year, Dustin, one run victories, right? Those one run games. I think this is going to be a team that's going to be involved in a lot of one run games. And here's the thing. Sometimes they go your way. Sometimes they don't. And that could, that again, could be a huge thing that Dakota can't, you know, maybe Dakota has a losing those games, but if the Cubs got more experience, if they got some more veteran leadership, maybe more of those close one run games go their way. 
Yeah, that's what we have to hope for. you got to win the close ones, especially those close ones at home at the friendly combines. Well, Crowley, that's a wrap. Okay, we've got the uh, final uh, minutes here. Pakoda hates the Cubs. It's uh, our season two, and it's our episode number 12, Pakoda hates the Cubs. Crowley, great job as usual. Hope you have a uh, nice Valentine's Day. Pitchers and catchers reporting on Wednesday. Positional players out in Arizona on the 20th. You're headed out there not too long after that. Yeah, I will be out there uh, March 7th through 12th. So I'm just counting down the days and just we're almost there, Cub fans. And if any news breaks, we will definitely be on top of it. And news is going to be popping every day. You saw Dansby Swanson in camp today. You, you saw uh, Marcus Stroman. He's here now. They're, everyone's getting there. So news will be popping. It'll be on the socials. Fly the W670 on Instagram and Twitter. Fly the W on Facebook. And you can always email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. And go Cubs! <laughs>